We may be witnessing the beginning of an era that will mean the complete annihilation of man. All right. Well, welcome to episode two of the Navigating Dystopia podcast. Yes, we're still here. God, we came back. <laughs> Sorry. Can't believe there's a second one. Yes, there is a second one. And I am your host, Rob Goodwin. Joining me are, again, my partners in chaos and debauchery. And of course, my co-host, Houston. We have a problem, Harris. Say hello, Houston. We have a problem. Jason, I'm still just here for the Whiskey Marlowe. I'm still here. And Caleb, Jesus, take the wheel, Stutes. He did take the wheel, amen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before we get into it, we're going to handle a little business here. Please, if you're not completely annoyed with us by now and you're still hanging in there, please subscribe to the podcast. Please give us a rating if we've earned it. And if you wouldn't mind taking a few seconds and give us a review, it really goes a long way to pushing us out there and uh, getting us out to more people to push our message. So we need all you digital warriors helping us out out there to to push this message forward. So uh, follow us on your favorite platform. We're not only on iTunes and Spotify now, but we are now on Google Podcasts for now. Um, We're on iHeartRadio and we are on Podbean. So I think, is that all we're on right now? Is that... Uh, that's enough. We've dogpiled on everything. Yeah, is that, we can. I, think I think that's yeah. enough. Every uh, platform that's out there. So, if you wouldn't mind giving us a uh, hit that subscribe button, giving us a review, we'd really appreciate it because 11 loyal listeners cannot be wrong, people. Uh, we are here and we're here to stay. Uh, also, go to our website, navigatingdystopia.com. It's being updated constantly. Um, I think there's even more crap on there than last time. So check that out. And it's also got links to all of the um, uh, podcast platforms on there and some other cool stuff. And there's more stuff coming. We have a Twitter account at NAVDYS, at NAVDIS on Twitter. Please go there and let us know uh, what you would like us to talk about on the podcast. And we're definitely going to pay attention to that. Um, So please do that. It goes a long way to help us. And of course, we've got the now infamous Facebook group that's growing every single day and we appreciate all you Facebook group members out there. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us and contributing to what we're doing. So on with the show. Um, I like that face group. Is that a Face that group. A new yeah, it's a face group. Yeah, it's just pictures of everybody's faces and short all bi- mashed together. All mashed together. Um, so, but um, so what do we do? Well, like we told you last week, if you listen to that one, if not, go back and check it out. Uh, everything intersects, and what do we do here? We discuss corruption and lies in the health, food, and fitness industries. We discuss in-depth uh, issues regarding politics, conspiracy theory, critical thinking prepping and self-preservation, faith, religion, and God knows what else. And uh, you're going to get a little bit of everything here. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by Inverhouse Scotch, ladies and gentlemen. So everybody, uh, check out Inverhouse Scotch. They're a fantastic (laughs) scotch blend that we all enjoy. Um, Had no idea. I'm sure we will get a cease and desist order from them uh, in in the very near future once they hear this podcast. But... uh, so this particular podcast is brought to you by Scotch. So thank you very much. So hey, um, we don't do those guys. Yeah, I swear when I look at the bottle, I thought it was going to be like tasting like Aqua Velva, but it doesn't. I'm telling you, it's 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 top notch stuff. Man. It's it's yeah, good Scotch. I'm surprised. It's in a water bottle. If you've got seventeen dollars that you can spare and you want a damn good Scotch, it's going to surprise coupon. you. And fifteen with a coupon, 
Inverhouse scotch is, is you can't go wrong with it. Is there a better value in booze out there? I don't think there is. I don't think no. there is. I've shopped around this. Jason thing. brought me into the Inverhouse family, and he's our resident uh, functional alcoholic here. So if anybody would know, he would. So I trust think it's the what new Jason currency for the apocalypse. Well, it could be. Yeah. yeah. Every, oh, buy, buy your... Um, what did you say they were with the little bottles? What are they? Uh, the little pints. Pints, yeah. Or buy pints and, and and the little the little bitty bottles, the mini bottles, because that's going to be currency when the shit finally hits the fan. Uh, so stock up on that. Plus, you know, gold, silver, ammo, you know, tampons, all that kind of tampons and toilet paper. Um, so where do we go from here, people? Uh, we invite you to Down. navigate this dystopian world with us. As you know, we question everything. We reject the narrative and we reject the new normal. Don't ever say new normal to any four of us or you're looking for an ass beating. So um, so anyway, let's dive in. The, the, the name of the podcast today, we actually named this one, is uh, and it's relevant shit. It's uh, Q, Trump. And Nasara, if you've not uh, dug into that already, and uh, or just Sara, if you're a globalist, it, or uh, just Sara, if you're into the global thing, if you live uh, outside of the United States, yes, thank you, Houston, for clarifying. And uh, so, is it truly the uh, Great Awakening, or is it a great deception? We're going to dig into that a little bit from a lot of unusual perspectives. So. Um, Onward. So before we dive in, let's loosen everybody up while we get through our first glass of scotch. Uh, Houston, what's up, man? What have you been up to? I'm a little worried. Had some really hot Thai food last night, so I'm really curious to see what the rest of the day is going to look like. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I had a little bit of uh, uh, more red pilling this week. I dug a little deeper into the frazzle drip and pizza i've been avoiding that a little bit because i've been distracted with other things like getting the website up and running stuff like that and oh my god i was just beyond upset troubled couldn't sleep holy crap please let this not be true i don't want this to be true but when you look at it and you see more things and more things caleb why is my hand on your shoulder Um, i like it there it's (laughs) it's odd that it just accumulates and the more you look the more you find the more you find the more you're like please don't let this be true yeah. but if it is I, and I was telling Rob earlier this week because I came in troubled we were ready for our workout and I'm like I'm actually like beside myself with with being upset that if these people if it's true and these people are in the room with me let me in them I mean I've just to that point where I wouldn't I would just turn off any empathy any sympathy and just go you just need to leave now click boom you're done I'll pull the trigger and not feel bad at all. If, once again, don't want it to be true, if it's true, I'll happily pull the lever and not blink. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's Sad, Yeah, sadly it is true. So so Houston's been diving into uh, the, the effed up world of pedophilia, and uh, it's been... Uh, man, at every level, uh, at every level. You, you know. look at your kids, and you just... Where yeah. do you... It's like literally i mean my, my six-year-old she wakes up at night almost on the nose at one o'clock a.m every night screaming from nightmares she's in a night terror phase or whatever and so you're laying in bed and you hear the a six-year-old screaming from the other side of the house and you're walking down the hall like child you're okay just come get in the bed just calm calm and but the first time you hear that at one o'clock a.m it's, it's somebody in the house. Right. It's something happening. It's somebody touching my child. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. You know, it's... The other two never did that. They, they didn't go through those phases. They they never had a problem of just laying down at three and five years old and just, well, four and five years old and going to sleep and sleeping through the night. And they've always been, you know, essentially good sleepers. But she's always been a challenge. But 
now that's what flashes through my mind so yay me yeah houston so, runs into his daughter's bedroom strapped with an ak-47 oh, who's in dude, here yeah oh you have no idea well, it, the, it gets to the, that it really does it's the tavor but anyway <laughs> so like uh houston's been diving into the <laughs> uh horrific pedophilia oh. world congratulations welcome Thanks. to that f yeah. club uh jason what's up with you brother Oh, I've been fighting Google all week trying to get this podcast loaded. <laughs> you know, it's a bad thing when Apple makes it the easiest to upload a podcast. Google I mean, says no evil. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was ninety nine point nine percent sure we were <laughs> not going to make it on Google. I mean, mm. they took forever to approve us, and I had to jump through like eighty hoops, um, you know, to get this thing published. But finally, last night they did publish us. So. Um, I was I was getting ready to come in today and say that, you know there's no way we're going to make it on Google Podcast. So briefly, we had a Google follower <laughs> for the approval process. Somebody listened to it and was yeah, like, "Whoa, hold up, dude, this is yeah. way too bad for us." Yeah, yeah. they figured yeah. they'd keep it out there just to uh, point the finger at those wacky conspiracy theorists to debunk See, everything using us as an example. So, yeah. See that one guy going. at Google like. Ah. <laughs> I just don't know. He, they, they say some really awful. They're not quite stuff. edgy enough. I think they're okay. Maybe we should be more well, edgy. Yeah. The gods at Google smiled on us, and we're on there for now. So uh, you know, there's a part of me, I have to be honest with you, that kind of hoped that they would like ban us right out of the gate on the first episode, so we could say banned by Google on episode one, which would you know bring maybe more awareness. But it's a good thing because a lot of those Android people out there, they rely on Google uh, for their podcasts. So we're glad we're out there. Thank you, lords at Google, for you know shining down your bright light on us surfs and allowing us to be on your on your format. Hey, I so will say you. that Spotify threw us right up. Like they must not, they don't listen to anything. They just load, said, oh, they're all, yeah. load it. We don't Volume. care. They're it's all drunk there at Spotify. Quantity. Spotify is just a bunch of musicians hammered or high as a damn kite saying whatever man come on dude none of this works we'll just go straight to soundcloud because soundcloud <laughs> lets anybody on their platform Wait, yeah have, in, in a month from now month? yeah come on yeah in a month from now okay we're down to soundcloud so uh for all you 36 people on soundcloud thank you for hanging in there but anyway um so jason's been fighting tech wars with google and uh helping bring this podcast to you wonderful people so Nerd. thanks for hanging in there hey i'm trying to get us to 13 listeners I'm, that's my job push, push wow okay i was just happy with double digits at 11 but uh thir 13 would be uh surely we can find two more out there somewhere surely surely i'll um, make another account tonight under a different name and we'll use that <laughs> yeah i think eight of those 11 are all us with different accounts so <laughs> But whatever you got to do, the pad to stats, right? I have six different yeah. iTunes accounts I listen to this podcast with. So, Caleb, what's up, brother? I mean, I guess for me, it's been a it's been a pretty busy week. I just got a phone call. I got to go do some uh, ministry. I got to go speak for a men's conference in Greenville here pretty soon. And um, I mean, as far as that goes, just you know, working and walking in here into the gym, seeing Jason drive a pedo van. Uh, into the gym, I, you know, I didn't know what was up with that at all. I was, man, what's this white sketch van doing out hey, here in the front? The Clintons aren't going to take me out, man. I'm going to drive around. I, I mean, I found out that he brought furniture into our nice layer of podcasting, but at first I was concerned. I was like, are you driving for Wayfair? What's happening right now? I, I didn't that know is what was liberal going, camouflage. I didn't know what was going on. So oh, uh, This podcast is brought to you by Huntington House Furniture, by the way. Yes, it oh, is. Yeah, there you there go. Shout you out to Huntington Shout House. out to Huntington House Furniture, who supplies us with all the cool shit that makes us very comfortable both here and at home um 
So, so wait a minute. You're going. You're speaking at a men's conference. Yeah, I'm so going to be doing like it's no, like a men's leadership conference. Well, that there's no women. That's not very tolerant of you. I well, mean, you know, this is specific. They, there's women's conferences as well. Are you assuming everyone's gender that's there? Or I mean, that's well, yes, we are. <laughs> if you're not a man, you can't come to Gen- it. So, genetically. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go picket that event because I don't think that's tolerant at all, and I I, I can't believe you're just uh, men. Yeah. And it's a men's leadership conference. Can men only be in leadership? What are they trying to say? What are some of those weird ass like sub gender pronoun crazy things what are the, it's not man it's not woman the it's they. like the they do the uh they there and the what he is your pronoun the he yeah. she yeah and what are some of the there's some combos too isn't there isn't like like i don't i don't know i i've read them and like themeth yeah like crazy shit like that i mean so they're not allowed at your conference either right well i mean if you're if you're associating yourself with one of those pronouns, I would assume that you would not be coming to this kind of a conference. All right, you passed the test. I was trying to <laughs> just trying to pin you into the corner right there. You said you like the hard questions. I, mean. I I do, but I'm just saying if you are associating in that way, then I would assume that you're not walking into a church willingly to go to a men's leadership conference. So you're not our demographic, is what you're saying. Yeah. We if you show up, we targeted you, but you chose to. Step yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say the exact same things I was saying, but I'm not going to call you they, them. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically what we've uncovered is none of us have any kind of a life. Um, and the most exciting thing that came out of the four of us sharing what we've been up to is Caleb speaking at a conference. So uh, you can see how pathetic we are. But, He's uh, going places. Once you take a fistful of red pills, then that's pretty much where you, you, you stick around lately is in, investigating all these rabbit holes and being involved. But uh, And we've all got families and shit, but Caleb, he's still free. He's not tied up yet, so he's free to get out there and just Amen, get crazy. Brother. He's Probably out there to get crazy. And, and all, any lovely ladies out there that are looking for a striking, strapping young beau, Caleb is on the market. But call if you can me believe first. that. Call me first. I have to vet <laughs> all of you for him. He has to weed out everybody. On his proxy. Send, send a Polaroid and a biography. I have to keep and, him uh, innocent as long as possible. You will be vetted. And uh, what's that TV show where they set up a bachelor? Is it The Bachelor, right? Did I you mean, just say Polaroid? I'm like that's The Bachelor. What, <laughs> no, no, hold Viking up. Hold up. They, that's what they do at modeling agencies. They, really? They want Polaroids. That way they know it's not touched up. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. see, I know something about the modeling industry. Oh, wow. How? I have no idea. Well, you have had your ass tanned at an event. Well, I have. Yeah, well, yeah. you are a bodybuilder. <laughs> I have. A, I, I have had my ass tanned, uh, and I have shaved every hair off of my Wookie body uh, on several occasions, and uh, had myself spray tanned by a woman uh, with spread it, Rob. Practically nothing on. Yeah, bend over, spread. Let's get. Never, uh, never mind. I'm not going. Silky smooth. <laughs> it's like an assembly line. Yeah, bodybuilders. That's some weird stuff. We'll talk about that another day. Not today. So. Um, the topic today, Q, Trump, Nasara, and let me go ahead and tell you right now, if you haven't figured out by now, we, we like to go off on tangents. We, we, we can get off course and we can get distracted. So our, our goal today, our first, listen, the first co- uh, the first podcast was two hours long, two hours and five minutes. They're not all going to be that long for all you people out there saying it's too long. Caleb well, we had to, shut up. we had to let you get to know us a little bit before we actually got to some topics. So. Our hard and fast rule these days uh, is about an hour and 20 minutes. We're going to call it. And then if we decide to level off into some other just uh, bullshit banter, you can stick around for that. But for the most part, an hour and 20 is the content. And then anything beyond that is just us having a good time. So you might want to stick around for the good time or you might be done after an hour and 20. But uh, 
And again, most, you know, decent podcasts are in the hour and 20 to an hour and 30 range. So you just break them up. You know, I listen to a podcast on the way to driving to work. I'll listen to some more on the drive home. I'll listen to it when I'm out walking or doing cardio or whatever. So uh, break them up, listen to them, because I've told a lot of people in episode one, it didn't really go off the rails until about an hour in and three whiskeys in. So and that lemon bullshit that Houston brought, mm-hmm. but uh, that'll never happen again. So. Uh, so we might not ever match the quality of episode one since we don't have the frou-frou girly weird liquor drinks Uzo's in here. But, uh, I'll be bringing in Uzo. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. Um, so anyway, we're going to get on the topic now. We talk, we're going to talk about Q because Q is in the news and so many people follow the, the QAnon movement. And now just mentioning QAnon will get you banned from uh, and kicked off of Facebook, Twitter and all this stuff. So it's out there. And in my opinion, the way I believe this if, if mainstream media and, and the technocrats, if the Zuckerbergs and the, the Dorseys of the world are banning Q and, and banning uh, Q hashtags, in my opinion, they're scared. They're, they're running scared. And recently there was a podcast, uh, or not a podcast, but, uh, but Anderson Cooper, you know, the Gloria Vanderbilt kid, mm-hmm. uh, deep state, you know, born and bred piece of trash that he is was interviewing another piece of trash, Bill Gates, and uh, they, they took a considerable amount of time in that interview to talk about the QAnon movement and obviously debunking it as conspiracy theory and, and trying to make anybody, any critical thinkers and anybody who uh, is into in the QAnon movement in any shape, way, shape or form is being whack jobs. To me, that says if you're scared of something, then uh, or if you talk about something at length and, and if you're really vocal about it, then that means you're scared of it. And uh, and so they had to go on this long tangent about how, you know, making up all these lies about the QAnon movements and, and the, the, the digital army out there that is exposing so much out there. So that tells me they're scared. So and if you're if you're new to Q, who is Q? Well, if you've been living under a rock and you're not sure who Q is, I mean, I think anybody who is anti deep state, anti radical left. Uh, knows a little bit something about Q, but Q is, you know, it's believed to be a military intelligence team with uh, what they call a Q level clearance, which would be the highest level security clearance. And uh, that would be a, a level above top secret is, is what they say out there. And that they're working closely with the White House and the president, uh, it is believed, to dismantle the deep state, the cabal and really get out there and awaken the masses to the corruption that's going on. And Houston talked about, you know, the pedophilia that's out there. You know, you know, you know damn well that, you know, there's been so much awareness that's been brought up into the world about the things that are going on with the pedophilia movement, the deep state bullshit that's going on out there um, and everything that goes with it. And the QAnons are these digital warriors out there that are really on the front lines of this battle investigating, you know, it was a QAnon that brought out the Wayfair scandal. It's the QAnons that are, that are dialing into things going on with uh, the Hollywood Illuminati set and, and bringing all this to light. All right. So, so for clarity, yeah, there's Q who's potentially an individual or a group of individuals. And then there's Q anon anonymous, Correct. which are other people that are buying into it that maybe do research or yeah, Q yeah. drop something, the anonymous come in and fact check it, do research, not through any 
directive. They just choose to do this and participate. Yeah, yeah. it started out on a on a obscure message board called 4chan, and then that grew to. I think at some point, correct me if I'm wrong, they felt it got compromised. Yeah, they, they got hacked. But it, yeah, you're right. It did start out the the first Q drop was uh, October twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Yeah. And then that moved to 8chan, 8chan. and then moved to 8kun. Yeah. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Uh, and that moved to that. And now they have a dedicated website um, that's qmap.pub, qmap.pub, where you follow the drops. And, you know, Jason was looking at this earlier. When was the when was the very first Q drop? The very first Q drop was uh, posted on 8chan, and it just popped up as... Or 4chan. Yeah. 4chan, sorry, 4chan. yeah, you're right, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and it was it was October 28th, 2017, um, at 3.33 in the afternoon. And right. it just basically said, it was very cryptic, but it said, Hillary Clinton will be arrested between 7.45 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. Eastern on Monday, the morning of October 30th, 2017. Nothing else. That was all it said. Right. And then apparently there was a corresponding tweet from... Donald Trump right. that came shortly after that that coincided with it. Basically, the the point is this is it's believed to be top military, the president himself, or in some cases, uh, some believe it's even John F. Kennedy Jr. We'll talk about that. And uh, that that, you know, incredible conspiracy theory, which carries more weight than you'd think it would, oddly. Uh, but you'd be the judge of that. But uh, so the QAnon movement is basically military military style uh, messages uh, that are that leave breadcrumbs for QAnon followers to sort of walk through and decode that you know will, some will say will correspond with things that the president tweets or says in press conferences or speeches to leave these breadcrumbs to you know these patriot QAnons and all those people out on the digital front lines or what uh, General Flynn called digital warriors to help expose. You know, you know all the ridiculous bullshit out there, and uh, you so know it's, it's a version of crowdsourcing. Yeah, to a degree, I think so. You yeah, put the question out, let the crowd use their resources to determine here's potential content, information, etc. So where I find it interesting is it's a group that floats heavy right wing, but when you compare that to so Q anon, Q being once again the individual or the group, and then anonymous being the anonymous people that participate. But then you've got the other hacker group, the elite hacker group, anonymous, right? Which, which also is more far more anarchist based, which allegedly has been compromised years ago yeah. and has been taken over and is now. But you get the same type of approach of you do. I, I do think though. Voids I think he was a lot more intelligently put forth than anonymous ever was, mm -hmm. and. The thing about Q, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, everything that Q does is about goodness and and tearing down evil. Um, it's uh, it, it's created a disturbing a disturbing kind of multifaceted portrait of the global crime syndicate that operates with impunity and has been for decades, you know, multiple decades. And the followers uh, in the QAnon community faithfully analyze every detail of these Q drops and uh, they're, they're compiled everywhere on the internet. And, and I, you know, I don't think anybody could disagree that is awakened that's operating on that, you know, higher wavelength would disagree that Q has, 
you know, Houston was talking about, you know, jumping down these pedophilia rabbit holes and everything that's going on. And, and people are talking about it by the millions now. I don't think any of this would have come to light if it wasn't for this great awakening brought forth by the Q community and all the things that come with it and all the YouTube videos and so many that have been banned and ripped down. And, you know, so Q has been a, a really, really big deal. And if you really dive deep into it, you know, you can get obsessed with it and uh, rightfully so or unrightfully so, you know, is remains to be seen. But um, going back to what you were saying earlier with the whole um, Anderson Cooper deal, you know, they the two ways they, they try to say, well, number one, it's a cult uh, or number two, they use uh, I think it actually in the interview, he used baseless conspiracy theorists. And what do we know about the term conspiracy theory? I was made by the CIA. It was, yeah. it was a CIA thing. Yeah. And to, to make sure that, it, you know, if somebody's on to something, this is just my opinion and, and the opinion of many others, if they're on to something and something is about to be exposed, the CIA created this term and gave a negative connotation about it so they can debunk, which is the, the new popular word these days, right. uh, by the technocrats and social media to, to make the brainwashed Kens and Karens out there just say, oh, it's been debunked or, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. So... It's got this association with kooks and whack jobs and, like you said, cults and whatever. So Right, but it, there's no way it's a cult. A cult tells you, you need to believe this, you need to think this. Yeah, this is the opposite. Yeah, it just puts yeah. information out there. Now, some of, I'm going to be honest. I mean, some of the stuff, I'm, I read it like four or five times. I'm like, what exactly does that even mean? And maybe I'll go look for, you know, some, some other information to try to find something there. But... Um, you know, the things you can understand obviously are not telling you, you know, there's definitely not. A but call. that might, that message might be for a different group. Correct. It could be yeah, yeah. because you're going to have that happen with any structure. Right. Is if, if I'm an ant colony and I'll release this pheromone to tell foragers find food, soldiers are not going to do that. They're, right. they're going to go, I don't respond to that pheromone. If they get the pheromone of shit, we're being attacked. The foragers are still just doing their job. They're like, I'm just picking up food, guys. Right. Because I'm not a soldier. I'm not doing my job. So I think there's a there that, was, that level of it as well. Yeah, there was a drop a couple months ago that basically was a photograph of, um, oh, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a photograph and someone put it in there that's wrong. You, mm -hmm. You've made it wrong. And Q published back, not everything's meant for you. And disinformation is important yeah. as well. Yeah, disinformation is yeah. important. Yeah. Well, the mainstream media has published hundreds of articles attacking Q especially recently as an insane right-wing conspiracy, uh, especially after Trump, you know, sort of publicly confirmed his connection to it. You know, here in North Carolina, where we're based, uh, here where the world headquarters is of uh, Navigating Dystopia, at a North Carolina rally in 19, um, he made a point of drawing attention. There was a baby in the crowd wearing a onesie <laughs> with a big Q on it, and he went out of his way to point that at, at point to that and, and bring attention to it. And in recent weeks, the, the you know the tempo of Trump's spotlighting of Q has even accelerated, where he's drawing these air circles and stuff, and and tweeting more things that that you know cross reference over. And he did the whole what was the thing where he missed everybody thought he mispronounced coffee mm -hmm. and and said he. Uh, he, he chose a term that a word that sounded similar to coffee that when some QAnons dug into it turned out it had to do with adrenochrome and uh, you know there's a lot of signature phrases you know it, it, the, the QAnon family you're going to hear things like obviously the great awakening I think mm -hmm. you know the great awakening is one of the biggest things you're going to hear and that's 
basically what they're trying to convey is that we're living in a unique time in which ordinary citizens like you and me and what we're doing now and around the world uh, are collaborating to understand and expose the corrupt system that rules us and you know the cabal the deep state whatever you don't call it and that trickles down to the illuminati and there's even ties to the cia which kennedy tried to dismantle that many believe trump is trying to do right now and even Nasara ties into that to a degree. We're going to get to that. But the, the system thrives on, thrives on deception. And the overwhelming task of the Great Awakening is to penetrate the lies and reveal the truth. Hence, awaken everybody uh, and bring awareness to that deep state cabal that's uh, been forcing its agenda on us through everything from finance to entertainment. You know, it's uh, the whole Operation Mockingbird in full effect. All right. So let, let's, let's look at that from a Q drop perspective. So let's go back to the original post. HC is going to be arrested on this very specific. Right. All right. So if that happens, if it's dropped, and then that actually takes place, holy crap, this guy's like Nostradamus of, of information. Mm -hmm. Or the way this information can work is HC is going to be arrested on this isn't actually for the purpose of happening. It's for the purpose of scaring the crap out of you to cause you to misstep. Right. It's to catch you off guard. It's the, you're asking somebody gen, very general questions during an interview, and then you throw them a out of left field black swan question, and they're like, they answer it, not realizing they answered it because they were in the habit of answering. And they really tell you the truth then when they were trying to hold that back. So is that a technique that's happening where you have to look at it sometimes? It's like, now, I'm not saying... Everything Q says, I'm like a believer. I'm like looking at going, okay, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm hearing, it appears to be motivated the right way, but nothing's pure. Right. So everybody's got motives. Everybody's well, got I think there's agendas, a, there's a, Yeah, like I say, there's a hundred different agendas going on right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I have to look at everything in, in, a, in a value probability framework of if this goes this way, is my family going to be better off or worse off if this vote goes this way if this initiative goes this way if this choice down to what are we having for dinner or i mean it could be that simple i try to evaluate everything from there and so when i look at you know we hear trump's a racist and but on and on it's like okay okay i'm maybe i don't know i don't talk to the man but when i look at what's happening around me for my business for how the people around me are doing well or not doing well on the whole, things to be seem to be moving in a more positive direction versus the last several years that I had to live through. And I have to look at that and go, okay, now, it doesn't mean I have to like the person. Yeah, but no one can debate that. I mean, look yeah, at the economy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's everything's been better for the last, up until, you know, and and then, um, you know, Q just tweeted, or actually dropped, um, I think it was yesterday, the um, Tucker Carlson video from Fox News. Did, uh, did you guys see that, where he was actually saying that you know, no matter what happens, that we're way better off than we have been. And right. the worse Corona is for our country, mm -hmm. the worse it's going to be, the harder it's going to be for Trump to get reelected. And how dumb does mm -hmm. the, and we're going to talk about Trump in, in, here shortly, but how dumb does the American voter, average Jane, John Doe, have to be to think that, you know, it's, it's Trump's virus? I mean, yep. it's, you know, there's, well, a, there's a freaking sleepy Joe Biden commercial that's talking about how, you know, the economy, you cannot bring the economy into this because it's the, the, the far left progressive whack jobs that were wanting to close down the damn world and brought the booming economy that 
everyone was enjoying and loving down to a crawl. And then you got the stimulus packages where they're, they're talking about a new trillion dollar stimulus package. How about we save the taxpayer that money and just open the damn businesses? I mean, and let's put this phony virus to rest. I mean, it's ridiculous that they're pouring down on him for something that he, you know, basically has no control over. It's apart from exposing it to the best he can, but he's also so that it appears to be right. But he's got an election to win, and yeah. you know, until he gets reelected, if he does, then he can get back to work and and continue this path. Uh, you know, apparently that Q is saying that he's on to bring down this cabal. You know, we talked about the Great Awakening. Another you know big phrase is dark to light, and Q you know brings these phrases that they want in your head and. None of them are negative. None of them are, you know, they're not casting a spell on you. It's not like a cult. But Q tells people that, you know, what our rulers fear the most is exposure. You know, that, uh, you know, uh, symbolism will be their downfalls. Another big Q thing. And, and, and bringing their crimes out of the protected darkness that they've lived within for, for decades into the light of public scrutiny from that regular people are now privy to and, and destroying their power to deceive people. And as their power fades and, and the darkness, you know, of our divided, violent world, you know, if we acquiesce to that light of freedom and cooperation and peace, then then things can then, you know, get better and the power goes back to the people. But right now it's still in the fucking clutches of these horrible, horrific globalist bankers and Saudi princes and all the people that control the world's economy and, and the world's food and therefore the world. So, all right. So as a general question to the, to the three of you, and we'll, I'll, I'll take it. This is to uh, Shakespeare's approach. Me doth think she protests too much. At what point is somebody, no, didn't ha- No, I didn't No, I didn't do that. And you say it too much to where you go start going, Okay, maybe you did do this because you're saying too often you didn't. You're you're protesting too much. You're arguing with me too much. You're trying to de- you know, deflect too much. Well, that's isn't what that where we're at? Like. That's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, that, that's where we're at with with you know. It's really happening in Hollywood. Um, I don't know who in the holy hell. Well, I I didn't know who in the holy hell Chris, Christine or Chrissy Teigen was until just recently. I, well, actually, I saw her recently on a commercial uh, or something. And I even said to my wife, who the hell is that? She goes, oh, that's Chrissy Teigen. I'm like, well, what is she? Well, she's some model something. I don't really know, but she's famous. She's married to John Legend. Well, what makes her famous? I don't know. She's just a, I, I, you know, I still don't know why she's famous. Well, but they chose for her to be famous. But they, of course, they chose for her to be famous. And now when you dig deep in, do you say that she's probably under, you know, MK Ultra Mind Control and has been groomed for this? And people are saying she was actually paired up with Legend, whatever. But, Recently, she throws out a tweet. Well, first of all, she deletes, what is it, like 60,000 tweets? Mm. Which, how do you even do that? That, that I don't, You can have a team of people, like 100 people, going 24-7, hitting the delete button, and it's going to take forever to delete 60,000 tweets. In my opinion, she's got a direct line to, you know, deep state whack job tool, you know, Jack Dorsey at Twitter, and probably called him up and say, hey get one of your minions to delete all these. I've been exposed and I'm fucking terrified. And, you know, it's because of QAnon's exposing her and, and d- dredging up old things. And it's it's a big news thing now. And then she releases a tweet. Um, you know, this was, hell, this was in uh, October of last year where she says, uh, let me pull it up. I've got it somewhere. Here it is. Uh, anyone that is in my morning rant, fuck you, fuck, fucking miserable Q shit fucks. 
<laughs> she cusses more She's than I do. Yeah. You absolute effing losers. Uh, and then recently she even brought exposure to Q again because, you know, she's basically blaming in, in her mind. She's trying to convince people out there and all her minion followers that these Q people are like these terrorists, you know, attacking her to bring her down. Well, what about some of the shit that she's done? I mean, do do we not? Houston, go you, you go ahead and tell them what is the term pizza have to do with the pedophilia world now? It's code. I mean, it's it, code it, it for comes what? Down to code to children. Children like pizza. It's, it's boy love. Yeah. It's boy love. You start looking at some of the Disney symbology where you've got a triangle that inverts into a triangle. Sure. Um, when you look at a male and female symbol, the male symbol, if you look at basic gener- uh, biology, you've got a circle with an arrow and a triangle on the end. Female is triangle. So it's it's all tied to that. And as you've said a hundred times symbology will be their downfall so you start tying that in and it starts to become an indicator of that right so if if anyone for those of you haven't been living under a rock when people mention pizza uh that has to do with uh little boys and it's even still on the fbi website where uh there is a triangular symbol uh that talks about boy lover and it's also they have use certain words to describe their sexual pedophilic preferences, and pizza is one of them, and it's used all the time. It's in the Hillary Clinton emails, uh, Podesta, all these you know satanic pieces of crap that have preyed on children. They talk about pizza. First of all, if you're a multimillionaire like Chrissy Teigen, living the dream, never have to work a day in your life, adored by millions, this woman talks about pizza more than you know most Sicilian pizza shop owners do. And it's not in context. And it's not in context. Let's just look at some of right now that that are pulled up that are no longer up there. Well, listen to some of these twisted tweets by this whack job. Uh, And some of these go all the way back to like 2011, 2010, 2012. Here's one that says, seeing little girls do the splits half naked is just, oh, I just want to put myself in jail. What? And then the next, there's another one that says, I am going to jail over pizza. Well, yeah, you probably are. And there's another one that says, it always weirds me out how strong little toddlers' tummies can look. And I am aware of how absolutely disturbing that sounds. Yes, it is. And uh, here's another one. A belly and a shirt with a small, sexy toddler on it saying, number one, duh. Uh, uh, What does a guy wear to a toddler's anti-era party, question mark? And she's even like calling out one of her pedophile friends. Here's one that just simply says, I want pizza. And here's one that says, Brad Pitt just handed us pizza. And here's one that's really disturbing. Walk your brain through this one. I woke up this morning with pizza on my chest and ranch dressing all over me. So if you think I'm too good for this, you're sadly mistaken. Um, And here's one that says, uh, at uh, Big VIN, whoever that is, and at Secret Naked Hobo, whoever the hell that is, pedophiles delight question mark toddlers and tiaras star four don's fake boobs butt. i don't even know what the hell this is but it's some sick twisted shit and she got exposed as many people are and now she's you know her her defense is let's delete everything sounds familiar hillary clinton oh yeah and let's blame the q uh the q anons when all they did is expose your twisted sick ass and uh, now they're on to you. So now you got to suffer the consequences. So now, now I would say there's nothing here new under the sun. No. 
So I do not think anything that's happening, this is me. I'm now to clarify myself a bit. I try to say think versus believe because if you say think, you're allowing yourself to change if new evidence arrives. If you believe something, that's dogma. You've, you've locked it in and it becomes more unchanging and you can actually have a negative emotional response if you're forced to change. So I try to run my life by I'm thinking this now until I get more evidence. So I'm thinking nothing new under the sun. We've been told that biblically there's nothing new under the sun, right? So I'm looking at Caleb and he's looking at me like maybe. He's right. He's yeah, right. Okay. Um, so if there's nothing new under the sun and we take to your original question to me, the triangle goes back. The triangle symbolically has meant the male energy, fire, masculine symbol, because if you we're, we're led by Mars versus Venus, that type of symbology, it goes back to that. So I'm even more uncomfortable that how long has this been going on? Not that it's only started 20, say 20 years ago. Let's say this goes back eons. So can you take this back to 1500s England when there was a major change there within the rulership and the thought of the, the concept of the Illuminati started in the, around the 1500s where two deities were rediscovered. I don't recall their names now. One's symbol, symbol is an owl. I can't remember the other one. Um, that they determined that if we take these approaches, we can reopen this relationship to these false gods, demons, whatever you want to call them. Whatever you, I don't care about your, what you're comfortable with. Just call it these unnatural things, or they're natural, but it's not something in our realm. That if you follow these procedures, you can reconnect with them, and then that allows you to then worship them and they can bestow powers upon you in the same fashion that God would. And that there's a thought that the Illuminati surfaces out of that, which leads to this, that is the worship of these other demonic forces or pagans, whatever you want to call it. And then you get into the Celtic knot. It's very triangle-based. That comes out of the same area. You know, it's a, you don't know where this rabbit hole ends no. of what's related and connected back to your comment of everything connects. And in, in back to Q, I mean, they've exposed what? They've exposed uh, these, you know, boy lover FBI registered pedophilia symbols in Disney movies and Disney cartoons, other mainstream movies. They've uh, the Pope has this shit on one of his robes. <laughs> And that's another rabbit hole we need to go oh. down about how the Catholic Church been, has been compromised and that, that big corporation is just a money laundering ring of satanic bullshit. But that's that's for another day. But 100%. Yeah. And, we'll do a whole podcast oh, on the Catholic Church. And I have so many things to say about the that, Catholic that's Church. That's another one where Caleb's going to take the gloves off and you're going to love that one. Sorry, Catholics. It's, it's not you. It's your leadership and it's been compromised. And you're going to need to know this, but, uh, and back to Christy Teigen, I just pulled up another one from 2013. I've saved a bunch of them. She says, it's actually so ridiculous that most of the plane just laughs hysterically when someone comes on board with pizza. Okay. Nobody comes on board a commercial airline carrying pizza and when everybody laughs. Now I could see you and your sick fuck pedo friends saying that if you're on a particular plane, that's going to a particular Island and for the flight to said island, somebody walks on with your pizza, wink, wink. The Lolita Express? Th you think? Uh, okay, once again, why would you name it that? That's so 
damn obvious the movie Lolita. I mean, what was that whole movie about? Well, well I think an older Lolita. dude raping a underage girl. Yeah, I mean, come on, a love affair with in your so. Trip. Basically, back to Q. Not not to beat this horse too too long. I mean, it died a long time ago. It, it's it's incredibly powerful because it puts so much power into the hands of common people. And just to quickly run down, you know, we talked about their their dark to light is a you know they have these phrases that that they want you to know because they're relevant. They're they're not just mantras. They're they're relevant. Dark to light. We talked about where we go one, we go all. If you see WWG1WGA on somebody's social media handle or in their or in their bio, it's basically one of their ways at winking at you, saying, "Hey, I'm one of you. You know, we're together at this of exposing this evil." And uh, you've got you know other phrases. They often say these people are sick, and it's referring to you know the Great Awakening that's coming in terms of the depravity of the rulers, the elite. The cult, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's story has helped to awaken people with some of these elite people's crimes and, you know, that that temple on Epstein's island and and all the future shit and uh, that goes with that. And, you know, they talk about trusting the plan. And I think trust the plan is important because some of the stuff is so can be so confusing. And it's some of it is so like, you know, written in almost like a military style code that things will happen and 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 what's the big thing with QAnon's you know or maybe the the Q lights if you want to call it these days is everybody's like something needs to happen something needs to happen nothing's happening you know I've been following Q for three damn years nothing's happening well shit is happening maybe just not to the warp speed that you want it to or to the level that you want it to I mean some people are like unless JFK like plops down from the sky right now and we see Hillary hung from a rope you know I'm out well, but, but even to that point, some things have to happen quietly and behind the scenes. You don't go deer hunting and then take the first one out and make as much noise after that as possible. Or you just go running through the woods and run up to a deer and, and expect your hunt to be over in 30 minutes. Yeah. I so, mean, So like Ellen DeGeneres, for example, I think we talked about this. I can't remember if it was on the cast last time or not. So I found this video of her yeah, we did. bawling we did. her eyes out. Yeah, I watched And that it's totally too, green, screen. green screen. And I'm screen, like, yeah. now... The most people that I know that are I'm I'm in the business where I manipulate images all the time. I can look at it and go, no, something's not right here, and you start and it causes the trigger, and I start looking at it deeper. Now I, I showed the three of the people are like, yeah, she's just out in the woods in California somewhere. No, that's not. That's totally made up. And what is she even talking about? You know. So you run into that too of I just well back to the nothing's happening yesterday. Actually, almost 24 hours ago, the Q drop was was 46.18. And it just says, "Do not mistake silence for inaction." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that That's was. All. I yeah. think. I think yeah. that was a big one that they probably felt like they needed to say because yeah. they're like, "Listen, you know, calm down, relax, you know, trust the plan." You know, it's. Uh, but now, from a military perspective, the the general rule is you can create a plan all you want, but no plan survives first engagement. The plan is going to be worked out the best you can in advance. You roll out the plan, and you've got to adapt and overcome. I mean, and I don't think the Marines say that for no reason. Think about the plan. Yeah. You know, think about the plan. The, the presumed military leaders who are in charge of this along with the president and some even say JFK Jr. Uh, still alive. Who they say is still alive. I hope he um, is. You know, this plan that they want you to trust includes, you know, offensive maneuvers against this giant worldwide cult cabal stranglehold that's been in power you know longer than we've all been alive um human supply chains of human trafficking from all over the world and 
you know, it's it's so huge and it's so wide sweeping. You think this can these dominoes can fall just in an afternoon? I mean, it's you got to have contingency planning. They're not going to fall in the order that you think. They're not going to fall in the time that you think. So you got to plan. Well, let's take you know once again JFK Jr. So just as a question. Mm-hmm. If I say that, what are the first things that come to mind based on what you've heard? Not the death, not the crash, but prior to that, what was your impression? If I said JFK Jr., what comes to mind? Playboy, rich, oh yeah, out there just partying all the time. Right now, okay, died in a plane crash. Well, he probably deserved it. He's out there partying all the time. Everybody's like jealous of him. He's just, he's just a, he's just a douchebag or something. Because that's what we were told. Once again, you've always got to check your source. Who's telling you what? There's always a different perspective. So, so are you are you actually comparing him to like Bruce Wayne? Maybe that's what I'm. Yeah, my, my yeah, first thought. Be, my be, like yeah. dark night right there. Yeah. yeah. My first thought was the most beloved Democrat on earth mm-hmm. at that time, and I guess because I kind of lived through it a little bit and and been following this shit for years, to me JFK. Oh, you mean the guy that threatened Hillary Clinton's Senate seat? And New York mm-hmm. in 99. I mean, that's just the way my brain went. But uh, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it's the whole JFK thing sounds crazy. But at the same time, when you walk through the steps, maybe it's not so crazy. And at the very minimum, there isn't a, you know, a, a, a person out there that doesn't want that to happen so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because think of the magnitude of that and and the shock factor of that. And everybody that's been on the, the wrong side of this, their jaws dropping open and there, you know, if you can bring this guy out and you can prove through DNA testing that through a third party that this is actually him and there's no way of getting around it, it, it changes the game. It's, it's the ultimate checkmate, you know, mm-hmm. at that point. It's the ultimate way to, to prove uh, your for intent. Me, and, and just speaking for me personally, that's where I am challenged every day of what do I believe and who do I believe anymore? Who do I listen to? So I've got to reiterate over and over again to myself and people that I talk to, don't believe me don't necessarily listen to me maybe i'm dropping a seed of a question i don't necessarily have a clear answer for it because i'm just trying to get through this shit show too but don't just sit there and just listen and go well that's what they said must be true no take the time to look please yeah Yeah. look that that's been the other thing from the hardcore QAnons: don't take my word for it do your research Mm -hmm. do your research i know the q thing that they you know say another phrase is they want you divided they being the mm-hmm. the, the cabal think about it think of the distinction between the, the race wars the the division between races and and classes age groups religions political parties there's never been right, more so divisive for, time in our history yeah, so for clarity when we say they are the cabal we're not meaning republicans versus democrats no. that's pawn level to me no, I'm it's, saying it's the somebody's deep state. state. It's yeah, the they're deep, looking at yeah. liberals. Let's get them against the Republicans. Republicans, let's get them against the liberals. Yes, Mass confusion start, on it's all levels. Just create chaos. for some reason the the extreme left uh, thinks that's just a wonderful world that they want to take control of for some bizarre reason. I don't, I don't know if it's mind control, if it's brainwashing, if it's Operation Mockingbird in full effect, if it's some higher frequency, lower frequency, left brain, right brain thing. I don't know, but you know, I just don't understand how some of these people believe what they believe and, and just follow the herd so mindlessly. But you know, they well, want you divided and it is divided. And we can only hope that when things come to light, that that division, you know, that, that gap closes. And some of the people who have been misled, their eyes are open and they're brought on board to the good side. And you know, 
Uh, Q talks about uh, the cabal, the deep state, believing that we're sheep and that we're easily led, which we are. Hello, masks. Um, hello, stay indoors. Hello, don't operate your business. Hello, do whatever we say whenever we say it. And we know better than you, you mindless little serfs. Uh, we know better than you. They're, they've accomplished that. And we're, the Q and the president, you know, allegedly are fighting that hard. And, you know, so these are some of the big things that, that Q is involved in. So that goes back to one of my favorite memes. It's a, it's a picture of Trump and it says, in reality, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in their way. Right. Mm-hmm. And, the, mm-hmm. and you know, believe what you want about the president. And it's probably a good time to get ready to cross over to that. But, uh, you know, I, the, the funny thing about about Trump is you have so many people that think he's just a mindless idiot, which I've never thought that, because when you, you know, walk through the 2016 election process, what he did, there, there were so many brilliant moves, uh, chess moves in that. And. I, I truly believe with everything that I am that the deep state absolutely thought they had that election completely wrapped up. I think on election night 2016, the major powers that be, including Hillary Clinton and that demonic rapist John Podesta, and all of them were sitting back with their feet up, just waiting to walk out and make the acceptance speech for the presidency. And then it got ripped away from them when, like we talked about last week, when when normal people who saw through the bullshit snuck up between every blade of grass and stole that election. And I think it was through some brilliant, never seen before strategies from Donald Trump. And it worked in his favor. And believe what you want. uh, He is. They always talk about him being a 5D chess player and having a really high IQ that's documented. And he's far more intelligent than, than, you know, and so much of what he does is calculated and it's a big game. And, and you start to see these things happen in front of your eyes. And you're like, you start to chuckle to yourself. This guy is, man, he's got all these people in, in his grip and he knows what he's doing. I mean, do you not, do you, do you guys see that too? Or I see it now. I compare it to, to me, there's almost simplify here, but I think there's two types of intelligence. There's macro intelligence where you can operate at a much higher looking down perspective level and manage these very complex moving parts. And then there's micro intelligence where you are a genius within a specific niche. And then we've got spectrum all in between. It feels like he's up there and then there's just been a lot of attacks. Now, once again, do I think he's a great person and like, should, well, he's, should he's be human. He can't be. He's human. human. Yeah. I mean, he's flawed. Is he somebody that I particularly like? I don't think I like him, but if he's doing the right stuff for the right reasons, go dude. I, you know, there's so much negative spin against him that once again, it's just a flurry of a dust devil that you can't get a hold of anything or tell what's real. So you just have to go, well, eventually this will settle out and you can look back at it, but are we moving in the right direction? Yeah, that's, it's, it it's the best option that, we have at the moment. Yes, yeah, because the mm-hmm. others scared the crap out of me. Like, can I move to Belize? Yeah. You know, I mean, is that, honey, or can we do that? And she's like, well, the kids. I'm like, well, you know, Molly and Paul can go with us. Well, I mean, it's, and anything is, you have to make choices, and you're, yeah. you're making the best choice with what you have. Yeah. So. Well, and it, it, I think it could even go so much deeper than that. I mean, if you if you going back to Q, I mean – this is a Q post that I've actually saved and have in a folder of you know relevant things back in 2018. It was April 8. It was uh, 1082. 
says POTUS and JFK Jr. Relationship, plane crash, 99. HRC Senate seat, 2000. The start, enjoy the show. And if you really go back and do some of the research on that and dig into that and go down the rabbit holes, you know, in 1999, Hillary Rodham Clinton, who if, if you know, everybody would agree her thirst for power is unprecedented. Nobody can deny that. The Clinton family, the Clinton, the Clinton cabal, uh, their thirst for power is unquenchable. And she wanted to get into politics so bad. And she's on record saying that there was one vacant Senate seat in New York in 1999. And she was running for that seat. And then lo and behold, the most beloved and popular Democrat on earth decides, JFK Jr., that he was now going to run for that same Senate seat. Um, When did JFK Jr.'s plane allegedly go down? 1999, before that particular election. And uh, there's even, and I've read this, it's confirmed, there was an eyewitness saying that he didn't see a plane go down. He saw an explosion over that, uh, you know, waterway where the, where the alleged crash happened. Um, little things that, that make you go, hmm, you know, the fact that the crash scene uh, was taken over and uh, given, you know, secrecy by none other than our current president at that time, Bill Clinton, who obviously wanted his wife to succeed and take that Senate seat. So he took over the crash site, which kept things even more under wraps and more hush hush. And, you know, so, you know, if JFK Jr. faked his death, like some of the deep QAnon say, then that's when this deep, brilliant plan uh, started. And some say at that moment, you know, Donald Trump literally at that moment started running for the presidency in a calculated plan with these military leaders, with these powers that be, including JFK Jr., to, you know, have this master plan come together 20 years down the road and bring it all together. And then, then there's that magazine cover, the, the, the George magazine that JFK Jr. had, where he had this prediction issue. And there's so many bizarre things on the cover of it. There's, you know, the, the date, the same date on it in, uh, was the same date that President Trump gave the speech at Mount Rushmore. And on the cover of that magazine was Mount Rushmore. There was a full moon over Mount Rushmore. Just turned out at that time, there was actually a full moon in 2020. And then there's another picture of him in one of his uh, offices with this poster behind him that talks about uh, Plan 2020 going into effect. And it's, it's hanging behind him, all these little breadcrumbs and seeds that just like makes you go, holy crap. I mean, this may be bullshit, but if it is, this is the most it's bizarre line of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. And it's brilliant bullshit at that matter. So. And then there's a million other, you know, roads that lead out from that and conspiracies and, and, and possibilities that come from that. But going, going back to what we started with is like, you know, disinformation. So um, if you Google, is JFK Jr. alive? Um, you'll, the, the first thing pops up is a Rolling Stones article that says, why are QAnon so obsessed with JFK Jr. being alive? And they basically rip it apart saying that, you know, people obviously don't believe he's dead. Um, they can't come to terms with it. So more disinformation, trying to discredit, you know, people who think you're a lunatic. Yeah, you're a lunatic. First, first thing, the second one's popped up is Washington Post. Mm -hmm. Those guys have never printed one word of truth ever. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Once again, if you're protesting too much. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, the, the, the deep state owns the media. They own Hollywood. They own the music industry. They own everything. And for the first time, you know, 
they do not own the presidency. You know, that's that's the belief as you know. So how how big do your balls have to be to 20 years ago? You fake your death in order to put a plan in motion in order to stop X, Y and Z in its tracks. And along the way, you know that there's going to be 20 years of collateral damage of innocent people. And there's nothing you can do about it other than keep working the plan, knowing that along the way. Well, that's going to lead into Nasara, I think. And if you think about it, what did JFK Jr. say? That his life's mission was to expose who killed his father. Mm. That was not going to be an easy task because that was a deep inside job because Kennedy, what did he talk about? He talked about dismantling the CIA. He talked about secret societies. He talked about exposing the cabal and everything that went with it. Uh, talk about, you know, reverting back to the gold standard and, and dismantling the uh, federal reserve and all these things, you know, everything that the cabal is desperately been, you know, trying to keep going for decades. And he was talking about ripping it all apart. So that's how he got a bullet in the head. And then, you know, the Kennedy family themselves. I mean, you know, the dad, was he Joe Kennedy? Is that his name? I mean, you know, it's no secret that his his mission in life was to raise this strong family of good people and, and you know, be dropped into the political spectrum. And then it didn't take much time to realize that, you know, the cabal had basically put out a, a, a universal hit order on this family because they start dropping like flies so maybe JFK Jr., you know, was smart enough to say one way or another, they're going to get to me. I'm out. So <laughs> let me fake my death, you know, and put into this master plan. And why not, you know, and they chose this soon to be billionaire businessman who's also had a goal of uh, with his good friend, by the way, JFK Jr., of exposing who killed who Donald Trump says is his political hero, JFK. And then, you know, bringing this, you know, overwhelming period of prosperity to the world. I mean, it sounds like the stuff of fiction. I get it. And but think about, you know, think about it. I mean, it's so know, are you trying to say that you think that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone? <laughs> wow, you are a conspiracy mm. theorist. You yeah. are a conspiracy theorist. And sure. uh, planes flew into the Twin Towers and the Titanic hit an iceberg. So, yeah. All assassins have three names. Yeah. So, but, you know, the funny thing is, is, you know, I mean, what more can we say about Trump? I mean, he's done brilliant things. He's done hilarious things. He's said things that most people wish they could say as the president that you're not supposed to say. And many of us say, oh, that's that's not very presidential as we're secretly laughing our asses off saying, yes, I wish he'd say more of that shit. I mean, come on. I mean. Well, I agree. I think he's he's not like overly well spoken. So I think that's where people think he's stupid or you know of lower intelligence. That's they think that he he doesn't he doesn't read the teleprompter very well. Have you not known those brilliant brilliant people who can do things that you and I could never do? Who are also some of the most socially awkward people you've ever Can't met in your life? Yeah, that's me, right? Yeah, yeah that's me. Yeah, and. and I lived in New York for a little over a year, and I also then before that lived just outside of New York, just over the river in New Jersey when I was in the music industry playing up there. How Donald Trump talks is how New Yorkers talk. That's literally how they talk. And I've got a couple of, you know, hardcore New Yorker clients. They talk the same way. 
They just have a mannerism, a way of, of putting out information that's just the way they do stuff. And, you know, just because that's the way he's, he's you know, giving out information doesn't mean that that's not what's going on in his head. And at the same time, if you follow Q and you see where this whole thing is going, uh, it must be extremely difficult for him to restrain himself and not say more than he'd rather like to say. You, if all, all this stuff is true, can you imagine what this guy's been suppressing in his brain mm. for decades that he can't say because he's got to trust the plan? Right. You know, I mean, it's it's got to be the, the greatest weight in the world. I mean, it all goes back to the simplicity of, you know, people say, oh, well, you know, power is a drug. And, you know, why would one man who's got multiple billions of dollars in his 70s who's in the last stages of his life, decide to take on a job where not only he's the president and the pressures that come with that, but be the most hated and despised president ever. Have you ever seen a president more despised and, and you know, attacked? And it's coming from, you know, the, the cabal, the deep state, and all the fingers that trickle down from that, but at the same time, He's also one of the most loved and beloved presidents of all time from the people who feel like we understand the mission and we're on board because the greater good that comes out of this is greater than anybody could imagine. And it's time to put this deep state and their evil and everything that goes with it to rest. Right? Agreed. I think that um, if you have... Oh, God, I forgot what I was going with that. Next. Need more. You need more alcohol. Jason's like, yeah, 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 I agree. And uh, Wait, when the hell uh, did Caleb get here? <laughs> oh. So, I mean, there's nothing groundbreaking that I think that anybody's going to bring to the table right now with, you know, Q. And, you know, it is what it is. We're not here to convince you of anything today. The entire purpose of this show is this stuff is really coming to a head politically. It's coming to a head socially. It's the, the deep state, Hollywood, the music industry, the, the mainstream corrupt media, they're all talking about it. They're scared. They're, they're, they're putting things in place. Um, oh, I remember where I was going now. Um, if you go back and look at the old Trump interviews, even back in the early 90s, when like Oprah Winfrey, um, Winfrey actually um, interviewed him, he said every single time, I can fix the country. I can fix this country. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be president, but we can fix the country really easy. I can tell you how to do it. And every single time until the, like the last few years before he ran, they were finally like, he's like, I'm going to have to do it. No one's going to step in and fix it. I'm going to have to do it. So that's where I was going. Yeah. And, and who knows the plan may, you know, obviously if you believe if you go all in, then even at that point, the plan was already in place. Right. So it's, you know, could be more breadcrumbs and just, you know, a, a bit, a bit, a, a bit of positive, maybe social condition, conditioning from him at that point. But, um, you know, um, there is a, a thing, and I don't know if I've got this written in, in three or four different places. I don't know if it was a cue drop. There are so many of them, it's almost impossible to go back and read them all. Um, but I've seen this entire verbiage on three or four different things, including a couple of memes. And it says... No matter what race, gender, or religion you are, no matter who you voted for, no matter if you hate Donald Trump, no matter if you hate cops or the government in general, no matter if you love the news on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and hate all the other channels, no matter if you are young or old, no matter if you give a damn about politics, world peace, rape, or corruption, very soon, terrible news will spread. It will seem impossible to believe. Horrible, sickening, unbelievable things. 
it will shake your world and may turn everything you believed upside down. People you know will be accused of unbelievable, monstrous things. Hollywood. It could be people from Hollywood, politicians, journalists, pop stars, charities, religious leaders, institutions, heads of state, police officers, sound familiar, etc. We want you to know that good people have been fighting a silent battle behind the screen in order to save the world from terrible horrors. It's a lonely war. Think about keeping this in. Lonely war. It's a silent one. Chances are you did not even notice it. Sound familiar? But you will soon. That's why we are warning you and why you must hear us out. We're just a bunch of anonymous people from around the globe. We don't want money or fame. We, couldn't, uh, we just couldn't watch the world burn down and do nothing. That's why we are trying to warn you. We have been supporting our president, Donald Trump, in his efforts to drain the swamp. I don't care if you like him or not. I just want you to know that he will protect you regardless. Horrible things happened that will come to light soon. Don't be afraid. You will be safe. Bad actors, another phrase they use a lot, will be brought to justice. Good people will prosper and live happy lives. Children, adult, in slavery will be liberated once and for all. If you want to know more, search hashtag QAnon. Be prepared for what you find. Some truths are hard to follow. What hashtag has now been banned from all social media outlets? You can't even search it. Is the hashtag QAnon. So I've, I've actually seen this, these four paragraphs on several different things over the course of the last several months uh, elsewhere. And it, it makes some incredible points. And basically, it's a bullet point, you know, summary of everything that's been going on in our world and everyone involved at every facet for the last four months. And then beyond that, with what the cabal's done uh, up to this point. And now it's coming to light. Some even think that COVID-19 is a cover-up to allow these changes to occur under the radar uh, so shit can get done while everybody's even further distracted than they already are. Or out of the way. Or, or out of the way, exactly. So uh, anything anybody want, wants to say about Trump before we go into Nasara or Q? Or, uh, they all kind of blend together. That's why you yeah, know I, I brought this topic together. Well, I, I think I would put the question for both with Q, general consensus in the room, what, what's your feeling? Good, bad, to be determined. Well, I think it's by incredibly good, in my opinion. And I'd like to everybody's, I'd like everybody to give weigh in on this. Who do you think Q is? I think it's Donald Trump working with trusted top military generals. That's who I think it is. Um, I'm still as much as I want the whole JFK Jr. thing to be true. You know, who wouldn't want that to be true uh, unless you're the enemy? I mean, it's just a hard pill to swallow. It's one of those things where I'm not going to jump on board and say, I believe this, but I will say, God, I hope it's possible. And I think all of us agree that now nothing is impossible. Nothing's 100%, nothing's zero. But I, I, I personally believe that if you follow the breadcrumbs and do the research, I think it is coming from the White House and top military generals. I agree with that. I think that uh, it's, it's definitely coming from the White House. He, there's too many tweets that are way too close together and almost, I mean, within seconds of each other, mm. and they relate to each other. So it's it's it, in the administration. I'm not sure who. I don't think it's Trump himself. I think it's uh, 
Um, and I definitely don't think it's pants. I think it's it's some some sort of a, a general. I think it's a group of people, and I think it has actually evolved. I think when it first started, it was one person, and I think the farther it's gone along, more people have gotten brought into the, uh, I guess, into the club, whatever you want. Yeah, to call I mean, it. it could change management mm-hmm. over yeah. the years. It could say, okay, now you're in charge. I mean, if if right. he's got four top military generals that he trusts, and it may, you know, they may have different periods of time that that, that they, you know, manage the damn boat, you I'm know. Gonna, so, but I am going to throw a whole different monkey wrench in this deal. So, okay, think about it. everything's been put out there. Forty six hundred different drops. If they're all fake, and this is just to get reelected, can you imagine? Either way, it's a massive undertaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's if it's good. And they're actually, I mean, the things they're, they're publishing, I do believe is good. But on the flip side, if it's somebody that's completely diabolical, mm-hmm. imagine the planning mm-hmm. and everything it had to take. Either to way, do it's the greatest psyop of all time. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. There's no doubt. Houston, what do you think? I learned something about myself a long time ago. I don't buy German cars because they always fail. My friends can buy the same car and it's great. Well, great. I we'll never get Mercedes car. as a sponsor. Yep. Thanks. Not me. You guys can have them. Or BMW I've gotta, or I've Volkswagen. With, yeah. The other is I don't mess with the stock market. If I buy a stock, it's going to tank. And I don't make predictions because whatever I say, it will be the opposite. So mm-hmm. tell me what you want it to be, and I'll say the opposite of that, and that's what it's going to be. So I'm going to take the position of wait and see. Okay, so you're a liberal plant. Okay. Unless it's Caleb. Houston's a liberal plant, so you know that. Caleb he, he won't take a side. Yeah. I'm neutral. Wait. So you're not even going to give an opinion. You're gonna. You're gonna. My opinion is that out. I would. I will taint. It's Schroeder, It's Schroeder's cat. It's the cat's in the box. Is it alive <laughs> or dead? I'm going to say it's both. That was a pretty lame opinion. You yeah, that's it disappointing. Is. That's to okay. say that everybody. I, it's not the first everybody time. Everybody's listening just tuned out. They're like, this guy doesn't even have an it opinion. It's not on the me. first time I've let you down. <laughs> Think about when I was spotting you yesterday. I almost died. <laughs> okay. For future reference, if we ask you to give an opinion, you give a damn opinion. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, I don't, I don't care if you say it's your cat making these posts. <laughs> <laughs> what if we Caleb. all find out it's Houston's cat? It's Caleb. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Houston. We thought he was a deep state plant, but obviously he's, he's cute. He definitely is. All right. Well, with that, what do you think, Caleb? Do you, do you have an opinion on this? I mean, I think I stick more towards the, I think it's probably more high ranking military officials that are doing Q. I don't necessarily uh, think that. I lean towards it being necessarily Trump. I think that it might be him working with them, but I think it's probably more of the, you know, just military intelligence going towards it. I don't know if Trump necessarily has the time. Well, my question... If, if, he, well, does, it, if he does, then, I mean, great. And, and I mean, It's I, on I think, record I that that guy it, only but, sleeps about three hours a night, so his Secret Service agents attest well, to that. that's special. So, do so you think guy's Trump, always working. Do you think Trump makes, does his own tweeting? Do I, I think I Trump do. does his own tweeting? I do. I, I think Trump does his own tweeting. I do. Okay. But well, then, I, I don't think that that's a lot of... Then again, I mean, I guess you could say that for for the Q2, but I mean, I see Trump throwing out a tweet not necessarily being something, but I feel like the Q stuff is so much more... It's it's so much deeper than just throwing out a tweet. It's the, you know, the wording that they use for people to dive into and things like that. I just don't know if Trump is, Trump might be saying these things to other officials and they're the ones thinking out what should we put this for, for the, and to go and, you know, then look. Well, I think if, if one out of every five tweets has something to do with a calculated Q drop, well, sure. He's being advised. I mean, he, he, maybe he has an, an hour a day where, he sits down with one of his trusted, you know, 
queued, you know, generals and says, okay, today we need to do this tweet, which corresponds to this and, you know, which gets the people to do this. And then it's coordinated. Maybe so he does have a, somebody do that one. He's got a scheduled buffer account. To, to yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's, there, it's definitely calculated, but uh, we're going to take uh, a short break uh, to thank our sponsor, Inverhouse Scotch. Um, <laughs> Whether they like it or not. We're going to take a little commercial break here to thank Inverhouse Scotch, uh, their fine blended scotch. You can get it at your local, where, wherever uh, fine liquors are sold. And, or uh, not so fine liquors. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm going to reach over here. Um, we are obligated as, a, um, as we are sponsored by Inverhouse to uh, consume another uh, small portion uh, here as we get into the podcast. We're so contractually obligated. Contractually obligated to get liquored up at mm-hmm. uh, what is now, it's like 12... 20. Yeah, we do need to do a time check. Jason, where are we at? Um, I don't know. I'm just pissed off because you ain't make a decision. That's well, the, I was yeah. like, okay, well, you know what? If you're not going to make a decision, correlation this, does not imply causation. So. Okay, I'm just so with that one. we're an hour and 15 in. Do we want to walk into Nassara now? There's no way we're going to get in that. You That's, can't do Nassara in five minutes. Yeah. So, you know, Nassara is, even not, 10 Nassara minutes, is a two hour podcast. Can we define right? it? It's, it's, it's going to be a okay, okay. Kind of thing. So, everybody listening to this, here's the deal wake up. Because they're all asleep, I'm oh, sure, yeah. or they've I, walked I out of the room. <laughs> Wake up! Here's here's the deal. Next Friday, we're going to do part two. We're going to talk about Nasara. What is Nasara? Nasara is what is called the National Economic Security and Reformation Act, and the global version of that is obviously the Global Economic Security and Reformation Refer, Reformation Act, and uh, that was passed in uh, the year 2000 and signed into law October of 2000. And uh, basically, uh, there's a period of time to where it's finally going to be, you know, you know, brought forth and enacted. And uh, the rumor is that it's not been brought to light because the deep state cabal has been blocking it and suppressing it with all the power that they've had uh, at their disposal at high levels in government and the presidency and the royal family and the you know, and the globalist bankers and all this stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna walk into what that is, how it ties in with the president, what the president's role is, if this is true and if it occurs. It, it's there's no doubt that it's true. It's on record that it it's happened. It's whether or whether or not it can be brought to life, and exactly what it entails, and if what it entails is actually accurate or not. And let me just tell you, if Nasara happens. It will be the most, it'll be bigger than JFK Jr. It it will change the way every human being on earth lives. We're talking about forgiveness of debt. We're talking about abolishing the IRS. We're talking about the returning of full constitutional law. We're talking about, uh, you know, a different currency. We're talking about going back to the gold standard and, and, and using gold and silver and precious metals uh, as the standard of currency uh, w- with the new currency, the paper currency that's that's guaranteed uh, by, by these precious metals. We're going to talk about, you know, major players in our world from, 
you know, top globalist cabal all the way down to Hollywood being, you know, indictments being opened and, and this evil finally being abolished. It goes so deep where it even talks about the release of new technologies. It talks about, you know, uh, uh, free energy and all these things and the, the, the opening of patents that will cure diseases. And it just goes so, so deep. And if you've been following Q, you know about it. There are, I'm sure there are people out there that know even more than we do about it, but I've been looking a lot into this and if it happens, there will be nothing bigger. So, but if you're like me, if something sounds way too good to be true, it what? It probably is. So as much as every human being on earth listening to this and will listen next time, there's nobody that's going to disagree that don't want this to happen because it's going to benefit everybody unless you're in, you know, globalist banking or part of this, you know, stranglehold, a uh, deep state cabal, every normal human being out there, even you hardcore left leaning progressive socialist Marxist will probably jump on board when you see how this works. But once again, there's people on the other side of the coin that say, wait a second, if this does happen, this goes so much deeper. It's, you know, not, it's not that the times have changed to the good, this great period of prosperity that's in front of us is occurring, but actually this is even a greater, you know, human psyop to where it's actually maybe this period of prosperity is uh, nefarious and evil. And it's, you know, some saying are they actually the mark of the beast that this is actually, you know, going to be the, the, the tide turning event. What, what's that, that girl? That, what's that lassie? <laughs> Rob fell in a well. Well, let's go get him girl. Uh, it's going to be so huge, but it could also be the greatest deception of all time. It could be the greatest deception of all time. That's why me and Caleb and well, all of us, but Caleb has really jumped into this because a lot of it has to go in with biblical prophecy and scripture. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about, I'm going to bring up, is Trump a King Cyrus or is he a Josiah? So if you're listening to this, you can even go ahead and look up. Uh, in the Bible, look up King Cyrus, look up Josiah, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how the Lord, how God operates in patterns, and uh, it's the Bible tells us that he raises up kings and he tears down kingdoms, so uh, it's going to be interesting. I want to bring that up and see what you guys, what your take is on it, is if he's one of these um, almost uh, a new anointing of one of these biblical uh, characters that we see in the Bible. So. Yeah, it, it's it's super interesting, and there's two different ways you can look at this. There's many ways you can look at it, but I think we're going to dig into this and make everybody put a big question mark over their head, and, and we're going to get you to really start thinking a little deeper on this stuff. So that's what's coming up next time. But um, since we're not going into Nasara Jasara on this episode because we've run out of time because we talk too much, I want to go back to one more point about Trump and Q. And um, one of us, hell, it might have been me, said that, you know, th there's a possibility that the whole Q thing, the whole Trump thing, it could be the greatest con job of all time. Right. Yeah. I think that was me. I won't take credit for that. That was me. That was that was Jason. Um, You're just keeping Rob from arguing with himself. <laughs> but here's the thing that that irritates me about the Q movement. Um, it's even happened in our group. And I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm just saying it's so fantastic that you wonder if there aren't uh, moles and plants out there in the digital world posing as QAnons 
to try to bring this down and make the Q movement look so insane. Oh, you have to assume that. You, you have to assume that, yeah. obviously. So here's one thing that I'm seeing a lot, and it bothers me. And if it's true, once again, great. Nobody's going to disagree with this, that this isn't wonderful. But you'll see a lot of QAnons posting stuff that says it's happening, the Great Awakening, blah, 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 dark to light, blah, blah, blah. But then they'll go in to say, you know, a lot of the popular political and entertainment and music figures that you see out there are either deep fakes or they're clones or they're body doubles with plastic surgery because in fact, earlobes, because in fact, all of these people, and they'll give a list. Okay, so, you know, and I don't know if the the names I'm giving, if it's accurate to the way they describe it or not, but they'll say like Hillary Clinton, you know, uh, convicted, executed. Uh, Barack Obama, convicted, executed. Uh, Tom Hanks, serving life at Gitmo. Um, Ellen DeGeneres, you know, executed. I mean, they go down this long list. It's literally dozens and dozens and dozens of names that they're saying that, you know, this is all happening behind the scenes, that Trump has put all this uh, into motion, and all of these pedophile criminal extortionists have either been executed behind the scenes and nobody knows it, or they've been convicted they're on house arrest or they're at Gitmo serving a life sentence. I find that incredibly hard to believe. And my spidey sense goes off and says, this is a opposite psyop up made to look the look, make the QAnon movement look like a bunch of whack jobs. What do you guys think about that? Have you seen this stuff? Yeah, I've seen it uh, on Instagram so many times. Uh, the list out there of people who are already dead already in possession already you know serving life at gitmo that's you know they they show the picture of the um gitmo before and after it's been you know renovated and added on to so many times so yeah i understand that but i don't i don't believe any of that either it was the it, i guess my question is what's the benefit of having all that happen behind the scenes and not bringing any of it to light right well, if it but, is darkness but, to light but if i don't want to scare my my prey I need to selectively pull one out so that I don't disturb the other so I can continue to thin the herd because I don't have the ability to take them all at one time. Now, from the party that's being attacked, they don't want to look weak either. So let me drop in the doppelganger Mm. and say, okay, Biden, I'm sorry your earlobes don't match, sir. That's genetic. You can't just change that. And you can't be a clone because a clone's an exact match genetically. So... Tom Hanks is suddenly living in Greece. He's now a citizen. Okay, is that that group trying to protect themselves just in case they win this in their mind? We've got to be able to have plausible things happen in order to cover that. So that's where I get stuck is I have to be on both sides and thinking, all right, well, I don't want to just assume this and go this whole whole hog. I'm going to rotate over here and... I've got to look at it. what do they think. And so it be, you almost become a profiler working for the FBI. I have to put my mind into the bad guy's mind to understand what would be the motivation to do this. Not that I agree with it or want it, but I've got to be able to associate with it enough to be able to go, okay, well, if I'm in that spot, how am I going to, how am I going to respond? Well, I'm going to respond by I've got to spin it this way. Right. In order to, just because it's all contingency planning, because it's a chess game. You make one move. I was not expecting that move. That was not the probable move. So then I have to adjust this way into my second phase of, okay, they did make that really weird move. I was They could have done it, didn't expect it. It wasn't the probable move. So now I have to adjust my plan accordingly. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I understand that. I was trying to find one of these people with all their lists of all these people who are supposedly dead or serving life in Gitmo, and I'm, I'm having trouble finding it. it seems Is like, my name on that list? Um, I need to look that up, You're too. You're not really here. It's a hologram. Um, of course, any other time I'm being polluted with them on my news feed and everywhere else, but of course now I can't find one. But uh, basically, and maybe Jason can pull one up, but yeah, it's kind of crazy because they're talking. I mean, how could that? People are already comparing Trump to freaking Hitler. I mean, wouldn't it be a ne- even if it's the evilest people, evilest people on earth being brought to justice, air quotes justice? and literally being executed, then wouldn't that cause so much trouble from the other half that can't stand him that they're going to talk about due process and, you know, this is just, you know, it's murder and it's baseless and it's, you know, Hitler-esque. It's like, you know, comparing it to gassing the Jews. I mean, wouldn't this style of behind the scenes, you know, you know quote justice, uh, have just as many problems as it, it would be positive outcomes, though? I mean, wh- I mean, what benefit would it be to do it like that rather than bringing these people in front of, you know, you know, dragged into a court wearing George uh, orange jumpsuits, handcuffed? Well, if you look, uh, supposedly with Q, there's going to be a 10-day phase of darkness, right. right? So does all this happen? And then we go, okay, look, guys. We had to do it this way in order to actually execute the plan. The plan required secrecy. We didn't do it because we wanted to. That wasn't, you know, we would love to be transparent, but the prey would have gotten away. So we had to be secret. So we're going to go quiet for 10 days now to wrap up the rest of the ones we've got to get our hands on because we've got the movers and shakers out of the way. So now we can round up the rest who, because we've cut the head off the snake, there's nobody in charge anymore. Now let's get the rest of the body. And then we come back on and say, okay, by the way, here's what's happened. Here's what we've done. Here's the plan that was rolled out. Here's the result of it. Here's the trial. Here's this. Everything happened. It's documented. Here's all your information. This is a lot easier. It's one big pill and all your pain at one point to swallow versus 20 years of constant pain. But you know that every brainwashed liberal and every one of those people that's out there rioting and protesting the tens of tens of thousands of those people are going to say bullshit you know it's baseless i mean mean, it doesn't that just create further division or or, yeah i mean how you know how does i don't know i just don't buy the fact that you know hillary clinton is six feet under Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i could see somebody like that being on house arrest Mm -hmm. pending her court date or you know waiting for the time to bring this to light you would also think that some of these horrifically evil people would be so terrified that they would agree to come on you know the news media you know if you got somebody like a Tom Hanks to come out and say you know what it's all true you know I raped a kid with Hillary Clinton or you know and you'd think somebody would turn that the far left progressives would believe, you know, if they th- one of our own has come on to say this happened, I was a part of it, I took a plea deal, but I wanted to do the right thing. Wouldn't that make it a lot more plausible to those people than just mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, everybody, I know all your internet's been off for ten days, and now it's back on. Here's what happened while you were away." Mm-hmm. 
uh, all of your beloved Christ-like politicians and movie stars and pop stars are all dead or they're locked up in, you know, a Cuban prison for the rest of their lives. Have a nice day. You know, it's mm. it's I, I just think the whole thing is a negative psyop to make people th- like make the Anderson Coopers of the world be able to get on in his platform and say these QAnons are all nuts. Look what they're look what they're saying now. Yeah, gives you some something to rant against. Oh, well, I hate to do this, fellas. Okay, I have to leave. No, we're good. We're just about to wrap this up. All right. So uh, Jason can say his thing, and I'm going to tell everybody goodbye. Hurry up, Jason. I'm I'm reading. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Um, <laughs> he is a slow. Arrested reader. and executed. Just um, just give us a half a dozen. Ellen DeGeneres. Executed or in jail? Uh, executed. Okay. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld, executed. Dick Cheney, arrested and executed. Good riddance. Um, who else? <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Arrested. Oh, come on. Yeah. Rip. Oh, Dang it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No <laughs> Not more, Dwayne. No more it, Fast and Furious 26. It's no. gone. If you no. say Keanu Reeves, I'm checking out. Uh, Episode no. two will end this podcast. I'm just kind of scrolling through. Hillary, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Rotten hell, evil bitch. I don't know half these people. Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. Arrested and executed. Uh, John Cusack. Oh, God, one of my mm. favorite actors, too. Oh, man. Um, Point blank. Was James Baker. Jack Nicholson, arrested and executed. Um, Joe Biden, arrested. Uh, Katy Perry, arrested and executed. Keanu Reeves, mm. arrested oh. in and this executed. Po- in this podcast, it's all false. Oh, my God. <laughs> I call bullshit on all of it. Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Keanu Reeves. No. Yeah, that was it's it. It's literally seven pages of names. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Well, that would be a good thing. Pelosi, okay. Pelosi. I mean, I can't speak today. What that? J- just to wrap it up. I mean, are you guys kind of where I'm at that this this is probably just a psyop to discredit the QAnon movement? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I, I mean, it pisses yeah. me off is that was published by somebody that I actually thought was in I actually yeah there are, are several accounts that I follow that I just love what they do and I love and you know maybe maybe they're like us they're just throwing out information and you decide but if they were doing that that that's I would definitely start by saying hey check this out this could be crazy what but I found think? this what do you think yeah. which okay we're gonna wrap it up Houston's got to leave we've we've hit our hour and 20 mark maybe me and Jason and Caleb will will talk for a few more minutes after we check out so hang out if you want to listen to a couple more minutes of uh random stupidness but um is this the sound of me leaving um houston any any last words before we end episode two i feel like there wasn't uh, enough yeah. cursing and anger no in this well one. i tried to i personally tried to back it down this weekend because i don't want to make it's not real controversial dad. this was a podcast where we wanted to present three very relevant things that are out there and then tell you guys investigate and make a decision so that's where we're at but but houston is taking off his headphones He's walking out of the interview. He's done with us. And uh, he's out of here. So I I guess we can officially end episode two. And uh, thank you guys for hanging in there. Please go to the website. Please go to Twitter. Please go to the Facebook group. And please give us a review. Subscribe, follow, blah, blah, blah. Part two next week. Nasara, we're going to dig into some really crazy stuff if this wasn't crazy enough. So uh, we're officially ended. Bam. Okay. So you, you guys can all go about your business, or if you're really weird and strange and have no life, you can hang out here for a few more minutes while while we officially take this to to a, a spiral this out of control. The funniest part of that whole deal is you thought you were actually going to 
do Nasara today. You couldn't even get the introduction in. <sighs> and that wasn't even the introduction. I just wanted to set up the next. Once I realized this wasn't going to happen, I, I at least wanted to like create some intrigue and some interest. And so we can get our 11 loyal followers to tune in one more time. I don't think we got two additionals with this one. You don't think we did? No. Nah, we, we didn't have the tracker on today. I think so. we lost at least one. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you even say anything? I think I heard you like. I to... spoke a few times, but you know, Rob likes to really hog the microphone, and, and it's it's hard for me to jump in there sometimes when Rob's just really pounding the information. But the thing know? is, I, I thought you know, once we get to Nasara, Caleb's just going to go crazy, and I was so looking forward to that. And, and then and, we don't even get to it. They're like, "Yeah, Caleb it. doesn't talk at all in this spot." Well, you know, it's to, to be fair, I mean, Jason, how many Q posts did you say there are up to this point? Forty-six, twenty, so forty-six hundred and twenty, something like that. There's like over forty-six hundred Q posts. Donald Trump's been in office for you know nearly four years. Did we really think we were going to break all that shit down <laughs> in an hour and twenty minutes? I, <laughs> all right, no my bad for uh, for thinking we could pull that off. We really didn't outline this one well for anybody. So. Oh, and if you're out there, we didn't really have a production meeting on this one. Hey, don't complain. Ra- what we had intended to do in the past was. We're going to do a production meeting on Friday and then the following Friday do a podcast. Then a production meeting on Friday and then the other Friday. So you're going to get a podcast every other week. But for your enjoyment, for your listening pleasure, we have decided to just jump into a new podcast every single week, which means we have very little time to really dig in and, and, and have a production meeting and plan out the podcast. So I basically told everybody, hey, this is going to be what episode two is. Get ready. And then we just came in here and turned on the mic. So it is what it is, right? Yeah. It was, it was worse than normal. Is it better than normal? Worse than normal? Maybe somebody will say, you know, chime in on that. Well, at least in episode one, we like shouted and F-bombed and got mad at people, which is always entertaining. One person on the Twitter is going to be like, yeah, I really hated that second episode. wasn't outlined at all. <laughs> Rob didn't have a nice high school thesis to begin his whole podcast with. Like, yeah, and I didn't yell and cuss, and you know, I didn't drink as much booze. You didn't do the whole Alex Jones thing this time. So, ah! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm no Alex Jones. They're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> But uh, we did have some nice scotch, and we did uh, delve into some relevant topics. We got to make fun of Chrissy Teigen and Anderson Cooper. and Honestly, I had no idea who she even was. I mean, Which, again, only famous for, I mean, pornography, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, just for modeling naked. I mean, oh. is that? I mean, is that's that, that's how she got. Is that famous. the deal? I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, she was she was just like uh, it was Sports Illustrated, and then she did like Maxim and some things like that. But it's the same kind of deal as like a Kim Kardashian. Like you got oh. famous from showing your body off. Oh, so she's Kim Kardashian without the porn. And, and yeah. is it just okay. me? Am I weird? Wait, I'm gonna turn off Houston's mic. I don't even know which one he is. Is he three? Uh, I don't know. Hold on, it's that one, right? I can't see yep. that. This is the content that people were okay. waiting for. Is this it, is the is good this, shit. Okay, I'm going to turn off Houston's mic. Oh, it doesn't let you turn it off if it's recording. All right, no, but I'll just turn it down. How about that? We're still learning out all the equipment. Yeah, we're still here. getting to know our equipment here. Okay, Rob he, wants all four microphones pointed at him. Actually, I don't. <laughs> actually, when, when we first... Wait a minute. I think I turned off Caleb. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. 
I think you turned off Caleb. Like you turned the first off my tenth. microphone. Okay, Caleb's back. <laughs> oh my god. The first now ten seconds of the podcast. Hot. We don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Right okay. Now. We got Houston's mic off, so now we can now we can Man. not have that noise in the back. He's like, let me turn off Houston. And Caleb, I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk that much in this one. He's and, like, and then, now uh, Caleb's talking. I'm going to turn this thing down. Uh, me and Houston we were in in back here in our world headquarters uh, bunker office, and before we, you know, before you guys even got here, and I said. I talked too much on episode one. I want you know you to carry this one, and he's like, I got nothing. I'm like, great. <laughs> Just like his opinion on who Q is. He's like, yeah, I mean, it could be my dead cat. I don't know at this point, honestly. What's Q? Uh. <laughs> you know. So Houston, what do you think about Q? Who? <laughs> yeah. So I think the what moral of the story right is, if you want to know about the QAnon phenomenon and everything that has to do with uh, everything behind the scenes with. President Donald J. Trump, do not turn on our podcast because we didn't tell you shit. Okay, um, we don't. Know Houston what the hell didn't tell you. Well, that just goes back. I mean, Houston is a plant. Houston is far left. He's a deep state plant. Yeah, far deep state, left comes in here, gets the information he can get, you know, and he's out the door. Oh, I gotta hear both sides. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, pick a damn side, Nancy. Come on. Houston's gonna listen to this later. He's gonna be like, guys. Come on. He's not going to listen to this. Hey, who listens to this? What are you kidding me? Houston didn't even listen to the first 30 minutes of the last now, one. Now, Jason probably. listened to it three times just because he likes the sound of his own voice. I did. I did. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, that guy, he's awesome. Once like, he found out he had that man. deep, sexy radio voice, he just has to listen to that. He started playing it while you were in the shower. Like, man. <laughs> man. Just, as, great. Uh, now just a hot, steamy shower uh, listening to your own voice. Now I've got an image of Jason in the shower with headphones on that I can't get out of my head. Thanks. <laughs> just in there just all the lights are dimmed you can't even see it's not even dimmed his lights are just off in his bathroom he's just in the shower hey. with his hands on the wall <laughs> <laughs> listening to his own voice I can see his bobbing his head to the intro here I come baby here I come here comes that sexy voice of mine have you guys got like cameras in my house what the hell man I mean, that's, it's getting kind of creepy Caleb it's, it's Houston Don't you he know? let us know he's deep state well you're the one that put a freaking Alexa in the bathroom I mean, we're all dialed into that. Alexa, <laughs> play the Navigating Dystopia podcast. <laughs> can we do that now? Is that a thing? Can you tell your Alexa, if you have an Alexa, can you say, If you have play a Spotify, absolutely. Dystopia? Oh, yep. hell yeah. yeah. Uh, can you? I mean, I just said hell yeah, and I have no idea. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sure. Everybody that's listening <laughs> well, to this, yeah, if you, you have can. an Alexa, try that. Hey, Alexa, play that damn podcaster thing I like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one with the four guys and the one that doesn't know anything about Q. That one. <laughs> I like that one fellow because he likes Jesus, God damn it! <laughs> Only like that one that uh, that old sweet Caleb boy, the other ones. Uh-huh. That one boy, he's a good boy. He likes Jesus and guns. I like him. Those other fellows, they can go to hell. I don't like him at all. Sons of bitches. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Slim? Was it your, your character? <laughs> what are you talking about, character? No, no, there's what? no character. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, uh, when Slim uh, get here, my bad. Yeah. Slim and Juan Moore will have a, a very soon get together to where they're going to be on this podcast and they're going to talk about Slim just walked in the studio. Welcome, Slim. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Give me I, a goddamn drink. I don't make keto die. I told everybody about my goddamn guest appearance on your podcast thing, radio show. And I told Burry and Murray and Jerry and Larry and Blanche that they need to tune in and listen. And I, I believe I will. I, believe I, would, I, I would like to hear one more Red Pill Slim. Ooh. 
Is Slim already not red pilled? What is Slim? No, well, not I believe a goddamn Donald Trump is Jesus Christ, and you cannot convince me otherwise. I mean, I don't know if that's if that's not the most extreme red pilling I've ever heard of my whole life. What is the? I if mean, you don't like Trump, then you're just a damn commie, pinko bastard, prick, little Nazi girl. That's all I got to say, and you ought to be shot in the goddamn head. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Man, I, I feel right at home when I hear Slim speak. What part of Sawmills is Slim from exactly? He's from Sawmills and Sawmill. <laughs> what do you mean? You're in a damn suburb. <laughs> I'm from goddamn Sawmills. Oh, damn right. Oh, Sawmills, oh, North Carolina. Sons of bitches. <laughs> So I'm, I'm excited for the, the next the next <laughs> podcast. I'm, I'm excited for the, the next episode. I'm just telling you. I mean, I would. I, I'm upset that Slim doesn't get brought out more during our actual. You know, when we're well, not we cutting need, it. Yeah, in, we, we need to, we need to invite Slim in uh, officially for the next one. And just let him take a seat. What, what is this? Is this the Patreon content? Are we going to cut this? Are we going to put this on the? Oh, hey, listen, you is, can, yeah. You can pay two dollars and you can uh, listen to us. You know, oh man, they might whatever. pay three bucks for this. Yeah, they might pay. Th- they, they might pay three for this. Hey, you know what? If we get if we get five pay- people, five people, five people to play, play three five goddamn people, <laughs> five people pay three bucks. There's a whole other half gallon scotch Ooh, right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. So technically, they're sponsoring us. Yeah. Yes. We can buy more booze. Hey, more, if, a, if we make a Patreon and we get a bunch of people to do the Patreon, we will do a firefighter calendar. And me, Caleb. With my gut, whoa, 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 we'll be, we'll whoa, be there whoa, on the firefighter. Don't out, you tempt out. me. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will subscribe myself. <laughs> I will, I will sit there half naked on a firefighter calendar. A whole you. bunch of people is a is a relative term. Like, is that four? Yeah, you know, a whole bunch of people I mean, for me is at least you know ten. ten. You know? Okay, all right, <laughs> so, all right, all right. So it doesn't take a lot for me to be so committed. When we get the Patreon up, you guys, you heard it. We're gonna do a firefighter calendar. You get to see all of us in. What little little hot pants is that what we're gonna do? Or Man, like, I'll wear whatever you want hey, me to wear. You go on the Twitter. You, you say some of those uh, bodybuilding little the, the little main, the little mankini things you used to wear on stage. Oh yeah, you, you would not want to see that on me now. <laughs> I, I've not shaved down that, or, or tanned my ass in, in forever. <laughs> that's where you're wrong. I do want to see. That. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good sign. No, no matter how in shape you are. Maud from Idaho is like yes. Yes. <laughs> Show me. We're starting to get some liberal listeners now. Like, yes. <laughs> Show me the goods. This is what I came to this podcast for. I saw Rod Goodwin's social media. I saw how strong and handsome he was. Yeah, I just wanted to see his tight buns. <laughs> Can you watch but Then the I realized I like Caleb more because he loves Jesus. <laughs> but that, I mean, if we're going to be honest here, it's like Rob said in the first podcast. The thing that was bringing a lot of initial listeners was... Rob himself, oh, and yeah. and let's not you know throw out the whatever ten thousand follower Facebook page he runs. No, bump that. It's because look at look at him. Yeah, he you got a bunch of single moms. No, I'm just I'm just messing. <laughs> they're they're, look, they're going they're going they're looking at Rob's page. They're like, well, we better listen to hear what he has to say. And now I'm old and hairy and unkept and non manscaped and bushy bearded, and it's just it's just a nightmare. You don't want any part of this shit. My wife say. still loves me and 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 my dogs. 
Angus. <laughs> Nancy and Angus Nancy are all and Angus. <laughs> <laughs> My bulldog and, and, and Leonidas. He is a good boy. He is a good boy. He is definitely a good boy. So, All right, what else, what else can we entertain the people with? Hey, in this just last don't brush by that. I think I brought like four people to this podcast. So screw y'all. I mean, I don't well, care. 10,000. You got 10,000. Oh. Everybody I've told about this podcast has been like, so what's it about? And once I describe it to them, they go, oh. Never mind. And they just look, they just look at me. I'm like, yeah, you should give it a listen. And they're like, um, yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm, a, I'm good. I think we're good. We're, we're... The only thing I've accomplished from this podcast is I pissed off Caleb's dad and Aww. because I swear too much. So, well. and I love CW. He's one of the coolest people I've ever met. Well, maybe he's not pissed off. Maybe he's just uh, agitated or disappointed. Disappointed. Maybe. It's more, he's I think it's a disappointment. I think that's what it is. It's not, a, he's not, a, he's not upset. He's just, huh, I really Wish for oh. wish for better language here on the podcast. I'm gonna be like, like depressed all weekend. I mean, he, he has met us. I mean, what did he? What I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he knows us. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, he's just he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's, he's got a tender heart. He's good. So, what do you guys got planned for the weekend? Oh, I wish I was shooting guns. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah, Caleb dropped the ball on that one. Might go to the lake tomorrow. Nice. See, Jason's gone to the lake. Caleb's probably going to go shoot somewhere. I'm going to be doing housework. So <laughs> he's going to be slaving away for Nancy at the yeah. house. You got some more floors to sand, man. I mean, the floors are done. Okay, uh, but we still have to put up the banister upstairs. Right now, we have. Um, imagine you, you know, you go upstairs, and then you're up into the upper level. You know, there's typically like a, a, a banister, a railing. Right. You know, yeah. uh, that's not there currently. Oh, so it's like this death trap. Okay. And so you got to keep Angus from going. Oh yeah. If Angus were to waddle up there, he would go flying (laughs) off that thing and it'd be the end of Angus. He's not climbing this. So we your floor. Yeah. So Angus doesn't come upstairs, but you know, it's, it's terrifying really actually when you walk up there, one false move and you're falling down the staircase, you know, 12 feet, probably to your death or to a major head injury or a broken leg. So We've got to get the banister put up. We got baseboards to put down. We've got oh my god, the list. It's, there's more painting to do. So you know, don't ever to- buy an old house and fix it up. And HGTV, that's a, that's a damn lie. Oh well, yeah, they got like a cruise of twenty people. That's in that bullshit. That. that that has ruined more marriages <laughs> and ruined more good men than any other network ever. You know, it's funny because me as the, as the younger guy here. HGTV was always one of those things where, you know, you grow up, I see my dad or like my parents watching it or something, Mm -hmm. watching these home improvement shows. And you're like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen in my whole life. But then as I've gotten older, you know, I'm only 22 now, but as I've gotten older, I start watching it. I go, man, that granite countertop does not go with that backsplash (laughs) at all. (laughs) I'm like, where where before it was like, oh, I'd hate to see this. Then you're sitting down like you're on the edge of the seat. Like, I know he's not going to put that color on those walls right now. Well, I wish that that was all I had to deal with. I deal with a a wife sitting intently on the couch, leaning forward with a freaking spiral notebook on her lap, watching it, taking notes. Those notes are the things that I'm going to be doing for the next six freaking months every weekend. And she's like, well, honey, they can do it. You can do it. I'm like, I'm not Bob Vila. I'm not a master carpenter with a, you know, six figure budget. It's all bullshit. That's a psyop. 
HGTV is a psyop. HGTV is also just another hallmark. Think of all the women that are on that thing oh with their gosh. notepads going, my husband isn't like Chip Gaines. <laughs> and Hallmark, look at these people. Everybody on Hallmark, they're all perfect. They're all beautiful. They live in this gorgeous small town. They're all wealthy. And they the only trauma they have to deal with is the fact that, you know, m- me and so-and-so, like the guy and the girl, they meet and at first they don't like each other and they pick back and forth and there's tension only to find out that later uh, he ends up, you know, with her because the guy that she was with ended up not being the guy that she thought he was. And, and then she goes running back to the other guy who she thought she hated, but they ended up, they got to do some bullshit where she, somebody chases somebody down at the end and professes their undying love. And then everybody lives happy. You know, it's the same storyline of every damn movie. It's all bullshit. And that's what happens every time you see Chip and Joanne Gaines on that's TV. True. That's the true. exact same story. It's like a Hallmark movie. Every time yeah. you watch them, make a house. Well, and, and we're going to have future podcasts about the feminization of men and the dumbing down of the male, you know, the, the male character in our lives. I mean, they're all just made to look like a bunch of inadequate, complete morons that can't do shit. I mean. <clears throat> oh, the impossible whopper. Asian yeah, yeah, the the impossible impossible we were talking about that before the podcast. We were yeah. saying that it's like it's going to pretty much give you man boobs in one bite. Yeah. Sunscreen, GMOs, fluoride, impossible whoppers, soy, hey, one impossible the whopper, vegan I'm agenda. <laughs> all these things are stripping us from our testosterone and our virility and our manhood. Virility. Uh, I like virility. That. That's a good one. We should all go out and kill something and eat it this weekend. Damn right we should. We should all eat raw meat with, with our stick. hands. Kill it weekend. with a stick and eat it. We've we're already got two scotches in us. Why not? That's, That's another video for the Patreon. We're going to go into a grocery store. We're going to get raw beef and just start eating it right there in front of the butcher. <laughs> See what they say. Yeah, the liberal lady with her mask on. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, have we abused these people long enough? Yeah, please. Right. We're, we're going to pull the plug on this uh, shit show. And uh, thank you guys for hanging in. Listen, and, and I put this in the Facebook group. I will mention this a lot on social media and everywhere we're at, but... Um, it really does go a long way if you do recommend us to a friend, if you do write a quick review. Um, you know, we, we, we really are trying to wake people up and do the right thing. And if you could help us out with that, we appreciate it. So tell a friend, uh, stay vigilant, be digital warriors, spread the message, red pill everybody you know. And until next week, we're gonna it's going to be part two, Nasara, and that's going to be... That was going to be the swan song of this particular episode is talking about Nasara because that's when it really gets cool and we dig into some shit that you probably haven't heard before. So tune in next time. What do we, what do we get these up like on Sunday or Monday? Yeah, we should have it up. Can, uh, well, I publish it on Sunday, so they're usually on. I try. I will try to edit it on Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, and then all I got to do is forward that to uh, Jason, our our super tech guy here, and. He'll get it uploaded to all the major formats. And now that we've done that once, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, just adding now, episodes. Right? So, yeah. So, hopefully, we'll have this, uh, we'll have every episode up by Monday of every week. And uh, so, please tune in, uh, give us a review, recommend us to a friend. So, tune in next week and uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye, everybody. Peace. Bye.